In this week's SME Corner, we speak to Letabo Mukwena, the founder of Walk Fresh Sneakers Cleaning and Shoe Care. Letabo, how did you decide to turn this into a business? Uh, funny enough, we were just chilling at the shops, Lemachita. Yeah. And one of the guys had his mother's shoes. Mm-hmm. I always tell the story. He, has his, he had his mother's shoes. And as we were sitting there, I realized it's okay. I don't like washing my sneakers, first of all. Oh, yeah. Myself. I'm like, dude, why don't you get paid for doing this? I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind paying you. Yeah. And typically, everyone in the shop laughed, <laughs> you know. But, if, like, a couple of guys were like, actually, like, this, is, this could be it, you know. Yeah. And I asked them, okay, if I put money into it, would you guys be willing to work with me? Okay. And three guys were keen. And then that's how it started. That's a great story. How is the business doing so far? Uh, this is our one year in, so first year oh. in. We're doing pretty good, mm-hmm. if I have to say so. Lots of support from the community. Crazy support, if I should put it that way. Nice. we have drop-off points. Because what we do is that, as a startup, you can't afford to like open up in Houghton and pay rent. Right. So um, what we do is that we approach laundromats mm. and we say to you, okay, we have a service that's com- that complements what you do. Okay. So instead of us paying rent, let's put a markup on our prices and you place our service in your shop. So we have those drop-off points, but funny enough, we have drop-off points in suburbs. Oh, nice. But the most support comes from our township because yeah. that's where we're based in Davidson. Mm-hmm. So the Davidson is the hub whereby we get most support compared to the other suburbs. What is required then for a business of this kind to succeed? Phew. I, this is my first business venture. Okay. So I don't think there's actually a, a, a formula. I don't have a formula. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of consistency. And being persistent. Mm. If you're going to take no, it's not going to work out. Yeah, true. Especially where, when you are where we're from. If you take no, you might as well forget. You, you know? need to push on. Yeah, you have to be stubborn. That's what I keep saying to the team. Yeah. See, if we don't have sales, let's call people. Mm-hmm. Let's knock at our own store. Yeah. We're not stealing. We're doing something, you know. So I don't, I don't think there's a formula. Yeah. Speakers, when I say you must, the top five take tigs of this and that it's relative mm. I wash sneakers I get called at half past 3am by my staff member and say Ndanga yeah. wow so if you're going to say to me the first five steps for every entrepreneur is, I can take three out of five mm. so I don't I don't really think there's a formula we learn as we go most definitely yeah. now what did it take for you to start this business what is it that you started off with the amount of money that you had to put into the business as a starting point? Um, I think before I answer that, I think it's only fair that I give you a background of how I got to that point. So I'm a graduate, and I think it's important to mention that so that the kids that are listening, they they see, you know. Um, So right after graduating, I had an internship. And just like everyone else, I was like, okay, I'm going to start off my career. Let me just go home to take a breather from Josie because I used to go to UJ. Then when I got home, I realized, okay, things are not as good as I thought they were in terms of my peers, mm. you know. I left home six years ago, and when I came back, nothing had changed. Mm. We were still chilling where we were chilling, still conversation, same conversation. And I knew deep down that, okay, I need to do something. And at that point, I couldn't do anything. I, I mean, I'm just a graduate. Mm. Uh, no one in my family has started a business, you know. And when that opportunity came, I was like, okay, maybe this is it. And at that time, I was still working for my former, uh, for my former employee. Yeah. And I had 700 for petrol money for that month. Yeah. I'm, very, I'm a very impulsive person. So on the day when that happened, the following day, I took all my money and I bought material with it. Okay. And I said to God, gents, get like a train, come here, go. Yeah. And I actually used the train. 
we did that the first month. We cleaned like 98 pairs of footwear in the first month. Wow. And I was like, okay, wait. I think we're on to something. Mm-hmm. Let's put this on pause. We'll tell our client with the busy admin. Yeah. We put it on pause. Then I started with the registration process. I was like, okay, let me actually register this. Let me actually get try to get some sort of mentorship. Yeah. Because I see an opportunity in this. If I can wash my sneakers, how many more people can do that? Not because you, you can't, but because of the time. The time and we are lazy also. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we like expensive shoes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I took my last money. I put it in. We bought the materials. We bought Likot yeah. Lolonyana, you know. And obviously people were like, ah, so bon, I was up. <laughs> um, but, but like I said, we stubborn, you know. Then three months later, um, we, now we registered. Now mm-hmm. I was working on a logo. It's funny because almost all the stuff that I, I had for Workfresh in the beginning, it was pro bono for my friends. Wow. My friend did my logo. My other friend helped me set up the, the company. My other friend did this. So everyone was willing to help. Yeah. Then on the day of my graduation, I was like, okay, gents, we're launching. Wonderful. So, yeah, on the same day, that's that's how we launched. And that, that's why I'm saying there's no formula. Same day after launching, we don't have enough material. All right. And I was like, okay, I thought we had enough stock. Yeah. But now people are bringing shoes. Following week, I had to go take a personal loan. Mm. Because I was like, you know what? This is my dream. I'm not going to put responsibility on anyone else. And if I'm going to believe in it, let me believe in it with my own money first. Right. So I can build value and you can see value as an, an investor or whatever. What challenges did you face in this journey? It's only been a year and I can imagine there are a few. Sure. <sighs> Yo, sometimes I feel like challenges is an understatement, you know. Yeah. It's really not for the faint-hearted. And when you see people saying that on TV, you're like, mm. but it's really not, you know. I was grateful that I went through the stuff that I went through in varsity because I failed twice. My parents didn't have money to pay for me to finish off, so I had to work to pay my studies and all that. Yeah. And at that point, I was stressed because I was like, why is this happening to me? Yeah. Only to find out that, okay, it was preparing me for this. So when the stress came of, of a startup, I was like, okay, I'm used to this. Mm, you I can could, handle I, I could handle it. But it was three times more. I remember pulling over on the 1st of September, uh, I just got paid for my employee. Yeah. And right after being paid, I paid salaries with my salary. Okay. And I was left with 250. You know, that was the first of the month. I hadn't paid my debit orders. Yeah. And the pressure was so much that I was crying in my car. And I was mm. like, what did I get myself into? But just like any other day, uh, I was like, okay, no, we'll keep going. You keep pushing. Yeah. Let's talk about the fun stuff. I see you have a branded T-shirt. Ooh. You've registered the business. Yes. How do you handle marketing? Uh, what's cool is that I'm actually I'm actually majored in marketing and branding. Wonderful. I think that's the coolest part about my life right now. Yeah. The stuff that I learned at school, I'm actually implementing it in my township. Yeah. So I'm not I don't I don't feel like I'm giving back. I feel like I'm part of the community. So I can't give back if I'm part of you. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm doing my part and everything that I've learned, channel planning, marketing yeah. plan. I'm I'm saying to the guys, gents, this is how we're gonna do with this. How we're gonna go about with this. And I'm able to position the company in a way that it's packaged, that it's appealing to, for, for SAFM to call us. Yes. And say, come sit and have a chat with us. So I have a marketing background, fortunately, and I did an internship. So it, it all synced in. It all gelled in. It all made sense when Workfish was happening. Mm. So that's why even with our branding, we're very specific. And with the associations we have with other brands, we're very specific to, to the T, to the colors we use. To the font, to the layout, you know, mm. things like that. And 
I think what's cool is that we're bringing something that's almost never been done in the township. Because sure. as black people, frankly, we used to mediocre service. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, it's fine. But that is hard. But yeah. when we give you a service, you feel like, okay, wait. These guys have a receipt book. Mm-hmm. These guys send me a text. Uh, these guys do this. These guys do that. Because we're trying to, personally, I'm trying to get us into a culture of having that type of service in our township because that's where the buying power is. Of course. All the money is going out and we're going to town and spend it. So mm. let's let's keep it at home and circulate amongst ourselves. I but it's only fair that we offer brilliant service and people get valued. That's the only way you can keep a customer happy. What are your views then on the current SME space in South Africa? Do you feel that entrepreneurs have enough support? Honestly, it's it's a very awesome time to be alive as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. because so much is happening. It's like a wave that's happening right now of entrepreneurs, you know. And I always have a different perspective on things. I, I just feel like entrepreneurs, um, I, I, might be get, I might get stabbed for saying this, but <laughs> entrepreneurs are, are kind of lazy. Mm-hmm. Lazy in a sense that we have a culture of dependence. Yeah. Uh, m- most people will say funding. Mm-hmm. My question is funding for what? We haven't proven your concept. All right. So what do you want funding for? If I'm going to give you 50,000, you haven't handled 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the 50 bucks. Show me value. Show me that you can handle it. Then I'll give you 50,000. So for me, I feel like right now, with the wave of entrepreneurship that's happening in, in, in South Africa, rather, yeah. the next step for the government, for me, they're doing very good. We, I was one of the people that say, ah, there's so much red tape, we can't do this. But actually, when you knock on the door, they actually listen to you. They say, yeah. okay, what do you need, Joe? You know, it took me a year to apply for anything mm-hmm. in the government. I was like, let me, let, me, let me take the pressure. Let me take the pressure myself. Let me, I'll get a plan. Let yes. me see what I do with my business. And if I fail, it's on me. Before I waste NYDA's money, mm-hmm. you know, after a year, I said to NYDA, NYDA, this is me. This is my turnover. This is the stuff I have. These are their contracts. This is what I need from you. And it also makes it easier for them, you know. To buy into To buy in, exactly. Yeah. You don't give them a choice. Mm-hmm. You like put them in a corner and say, I've been doing it by myself. Now I need to expand. So with entrepreneurs in South Africa, I feel like it's cool that we're all trying to be entrepreneurs and trying to be our own bosses, but we need to own up. Mm-hmm. We need to start owning up and using what we have. Uh, this one guy, um, OP, we call him OP. Yeah. He says it's it's all about being a lean startup. All right. Use what we ha- what you have and intensify before you diversify. All right. So intensify the service first. So Walkfresh is about sneaker cleaning, polishing shoes, repairing shoes, refurbishing shoes. We sell you inner soles. We sell you shoelaces. Everything that has to do with shoes. Mm. And I have ladies that say, Magaletabu, can't you clean my bag? Yes. You know? Uh-huh. It's a, it's a no-brainer. If I can clean shoes, I can clean bags. Of course. But I need to perfect shoes first before I go into bags. All right. Let me be the best at the shoes part because that's my core. Mm-hmm. Then I can say, oh, yeah, we do bags, but as a separate company. Because ah. now, okay, we have insight. We need to do brand strategy for that. We need to do marketing strategy for that, you know. So I, I feel like right now as entrepreneurs, we need to stop saying, Yes. Oh, and oh, we start moving say, okay, what do we have? Let's start there. If you want to have a PR company, mm-hmm. start with a PR campaign on Facebook and let's see value in that. How far you get. You know, how far you get. So the government just needs to find ways to get to the grassroots, the grass level of entrepreneurs so they can resonate with us. Because 
personally, I just feel like people who are running it right now, people who can relate to us, mm-hmm. people who like, they need funding. No, we don't need funding. We need resources. Mm-hmm. Instead of you giving, man, giving me money, buy Sage accounting online for me. Do you know what I'm saying? So we need to start finding ways to, to, to mobilize entrepreneurs to be independent thinkers. I love that view. Yeah. Lastly, what can we expect from you and your business in the future? Where do you want to go? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, if anyone who knows us knows that we don't have anything in the pipeline, mm-hmm. we do stuff. Yeah. We have a vision. Workfresh is going to be a franchise. Uh, we have people saying, I want to invest. Mm. And my question is always like, what are you investing in? Yes. How much is a share? Give us a chance. Give us a chance to figure ourselves out. Give us a chance to figure ourselves out. Give, give us a chance to package our, our service. Then we can come back and say, oh, yeah, five years later, this is how much uh, a franchise could be. Right. So our bigger picture right now is to have a franchise. And if you're on social media, you realize that we we all coming for everything. Mm-hmm. And from a workfresh perspective, we're coming from we, for the whole value chain. There will be look fresh, where's the dry cleaners. There will be dry fresh, where there's polish for car tires and all mm. that. We're just trying to take over everything. That is wonderful. So, but now the short term is to have uh, a franchise where you can have access to to workfresh services at your convenience because more than a service, we sell convenience. Yeah. More than that, so I think the next big step would for us to make it to make it accessible to everyone. We wish you all the best in this journey. Thank you so much. That was Litabo Mukwena, the founder of Walk Fresh Sneaker Cleaning and Shoe Care in this week's SME Corner.